TopplessRobot.com presents... Dude, Luke, the printer's still busted, man. What the fuck? Welcome to episode 126 of the Topless Robot Podcast. My name is Ryan. I am Brooks. I'm Dan. And we are Kaylinless and Tylerless this week. Sons of bitches. <sighs> Just dropping like They'll flies. get this. Mm. Oh, fuck. So uh, we got a couple of video game related things to talk about this week. A couple of big video game related things to talk about this week. Uh, you tell. First off... Uh, after over 500 days without a Nintendo Direct, like a full proper Nintendo Direct, we got a 50-minute Nintendo Direct this week. How long are they typically? I mean, usually like half hour to an hour, somewhere around there. Like, it, oh, okay. But it, it, after so long without one, you know, speculation was wild on like what we could expect out of this one because... First off, long running time, you know, it's been so long since the last one. Surely they've got a lot to announce, especially considering the last big Nintendo Direct we got um, was revealing the teaser for Breath of the Wild 2. And, uh, yeah, a lot of people were very disappointed by this Nintendo yeah, Direct, myself I, uh, included. It, it was pretty underwhelming. Uh, I actually didn't watch it, but I got live commentary from the five people in my Discord who were all watching it together while I was there. Yeah, <laughs> there's. Yeah, um, I, I didn't actually watch it, uh, but I saw the memes. You know, some of the the noteworthy stuff is like uh, we're getting a, a Mario Golf um, still being developed by Ooh. Camelot. Uh, and there's a new game mode that uh, is called Speed Golf that actually looks like a lot of fun where you do not take turns. Um, everyone just tees off at the same time and then sprints to where their ball is and and keeps going. And, and there are like power ups and shit like that. So it's like a proper race. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that actually looks genuinely fun. Um, the aside oh, yeah. aside from that. So. This year is the 35th anniversary of um, Legend of Zelda, as well as the 35th anniversary of Metroid. So you would also kind of expect, hey, it's the first big direct in a long time. It's an anniversary year, like a a noteworthy anniversary year for both Zelda and Metroid. Uh, What are we going to see? The answer is nothing. Nothing is what we're going to see. Uh, not a mention of Metroid whatsoever. And uh, um, to the surprise of zero Metroid fans <laughs> anywhere <yeah>. ever. <laughs> so there's rumors of a new 2D Metroid in development. So I was hoping we'd hear something about that. In addition to the Metroid Prime, you know, development that had to be scrapped and restarted. I figured that they might have something to show by now. Um, and even beyond that, it being an anniversary year and uh Bundles of uh, classics tend to be the thing. I was expecting a Metroid Prime Trilogy announcement or something like that for the Nintendo Switch. Um, 
but nothing. Uh, instead, what we got was Legend of Zelda Skyward Sword is coming to the Nintendo Switch. Skyward Sword. Isn't that the one that sucks? Yep. Yeah, it's the it's 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 Legend of Zelda Go Up, right? It's but, uh, Legend it's, of Zelda Wii Motion Plus controls. Oh yeah, okay, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Legend of Stupid. Zelda, you can only kill this enemy if you strike down, sideways, diagonal. Yeah, I mean, aside from the motion controls, and they're providing an alternative for that with this uh, HD version they're putting out. Basically, everyone I know who played that game said it was actually a pretty good Zelda, and if the motion controls were gone, it would be a great game. So I'm, wow. I'm the we're gonna put that to the test. for the mo- uh, for the motion controls. Seems like it might be a little clunky because effectively, what it does is it uh, puts your the motion of your sword to the right analog stick. Seems very doable. Seems I mean, it's doable as long as you don't have to dodge while you're attacking because that means mm. you're going to be jumping back and forth between the right analog stick and the face buttons uh i mean that might be i could see that being challenging but also i'm used to like claw gripping stuff so <laughs> yeah <laughs> Uh, other little things that were announced, uh, Square Enix is doing another thing in the same engine that they did Octopath Traveler, and they're approaching it the exact same way that they did Octopath Traveler, and that they're releasing a demo very early, uh, as in that demo is available right now. And uh, this is a Final Fantasy tactics style, um, uh, tactics game, uh, and it looks like Octopath Traveler, it's the whole, like, you know, pixelated in a 3D world kind of thing. Uh, looks perfectly fine. Not really my cup of tea, um, but sure. And again, they are releasing this with a working title, which in the case of Octopath Traveler, Octopath Traveler was its temporary working title. And then everyone just kept calling it Octopath Traveler. And that's what they ended up sticking with on release. Um, this one is like tri-point something. I can't even remember off the top of my head. I can't either, but I remember it's stupid and it probably won't be the thing they stick with because I think it also has like a working title in the name, something, something to that effect. Yeah. Like <laughs> tri-point working, w- working title, true magic sword. <laughs> <laughs> It looks fine, and I know that like a lot of people love Final Fantasy Tactics and those types of games, and it is definitely going to scratch that itch for those people from the way that it looks. You're talking to me, brother. That's me. <laughs> <laughs> Have you downloaded the demo yet? Uh, what was that? Have you downloaded the demo yet? No, I haven't. I usually don't jump on demos for most games. I don't know why. I just kind of sleep on it. And that's because I also usually get games like at least a year after yeah. everyone has forgotten about them. Um, yeah, I'm the same way. I also don't like demos because like uh, it, I just want to play the game. <laughs> sure. I yeah. like demos that uh, give you a snapshot of the beginning of the game and then allow you to continue playing in the full retail game. So. Oh, like continue off from where you left off yeah. on the demo, basically. Yeah. <laughs> 
I feel that. I think it's going to be a good game. Um, I remember it sounding really, really cheesy, but of course it's... Sure. Yeah. I mean, yeah. what do you expect? <laughs> um, and then there one more. So um, they did come out specifically and say, please bear with us. We have nothing new to share on Breath of the Wild 2 yet. And so that's understandable. Sure. Fine. Uh, I was very disappointed to learn that uh, No More Heroes 3, which was slated to be released last year, got pushed to this year. And I was expecting it since, you know, usually when that sort of thing happens, it's going to be in the first half of the year, right? Like, you know, if it was going to be an end of year release and it gets pushed, it's not going to be like, you know, like Halo Infinite, where it gets pushed a year. Uh, it's yeah. going to be a few months. Uh, no More Heroes 3 is coming out in August, which kind of sucks. Yeah. I, I do, you, do you have any ideas to why, though? No. Like, I don't. I don't. Okay. I take this stance every time, and it's just because I'm very patient when it comes to these things. You know, I'll get the game whenever it fucking comes yeah, out. Yeah, absolutely. If, if that's the time that they need I, in order to make French it a kick-ass so game. Much. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, they're they're, they're going to put out Mega Man X9 any day now. <laughs> um and probably what I think was most disappointing was we have one more thing. And that one more thing is Splatoon 3. I was uh I was kind of surprised by that. Who fucking cares? I don't know. Did anyone? How, how big was Splatoon two? I didn't play any of them. <laughs> I played. I played some of Splatoon two, and it's a perfectly fine game. But like Splatoon two came out on the Switch, and it's already getting a sequel on the Switch, which yeah is I, weird. I, I, it could be a good move. I don't know how successful it is. Again, I don't. I don't know anyone who plays it, but I always assumed it had a pretty big community. Yeah, I mean, it seems to. It's just you know these games uh, that to, to warrant uh, enough to warrant uh, the appearance of characters and other things, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, these games that um, are multiplayer focused are just not for me. And uh, you don't have any friends. <laughs> <laughs> kidding, kidding. Of course, uh, Dan is your, is your friend, and and so am I. And those two assholes that aren't on the show today <laughs> they left, and they can't play Splatoon 3 with us. <laughs> yeah, this is when Ryan announces, I've pre-ordered a copy of Splatoon 3, but only for people who showed up to this episode of the podcast. twenty-six, or else you miss. I guess that means Brooks, Brooks is getting a copy of Splatoon 3 for the Switch that he doesn't have. Yeah! <laughs> I will stare at it for hours. <laughs> Brooks, if you ever get a switch, you'll have this download code just waiting for you, Chad. <laughs> um, as soon as Mega Man X9 and Mega Man Legends 3 comes out. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, I guess Splatoon just must be a bigger property that I am not aware of that popularity. It just doesn't it doesn't cross into my universe. Oh yeah, same. I, I get it. Um, did did any of you guys check? 
Sorry, go ahead. Finish. We did Sorry. something that I did kind of gloss over. Uh, we did get uh, the next uh, fighter announcement for uh, uh, Super Smash Brothers. Uh, and Coomer it is a character from uh, Xenoblade or yeah, Xenoblade Chronicles or whatever. I always forget because there's like Xenosaga and there's Xenogears and there's Xenoblade and there's all the Xenophobes. Yeah. It's one of those things. It's it's it's, (laughs) Xeno Princess Warrior. (laughs) No, no, (laughs) it's the yeah, it's one of those characters and um, which I guess Shulk is from as well. Mm -hmm. So uh a lot of disappointment there as well because a lot of people have been speculating that it was crash it was going to be crash bandicoot um that, be kind of fun <laughs> who do you tell you now <laughs> <laughs> did uh, any of you guys check out the the capcom arcades thing they released i've been getting ads like crazy for that yes i did buy that today did you check it out at all is a little cool? bit. Yeah, it's very cool. Uh, it's a good collection of uh, Capcom's arcade games, a lot of which I didn't play. Um, Captain Commandos on there, right? I can't remember. Yes, I think so. Yes. I love that game. Captain um, Commando is so cool. Uh, Something Twins, I played through uh, all of that today. Mm. Um. Yeah, I mean, I'm mostly in it for the shmups and uh, the fighting games. It's down until 1942, although it's you're better off playing one of the further sequels if they have them, because yeah, 1942 is rough. Uh, they have 19XDX, and they have... I mean, there, there's a good selection of, of Capcom shmups uh, in, in this. If you, you What's cool is... The base game, it's kind of like the Sega Classics thing where the main menu is mm-hmm. in the living room and you've got the little TV and the fucking, you know, the game yeah. shelf and shit. Where that is the app proper. And then you can buy games to play in that thing. So you fill out the shelf effectively. The same is uh, true here. Where mm-hmm. if you want, like, the base game itself, the hub game is free and then you're buying game packs to that add to that yeah oh okay like um like uh the capcom arcade cabinet on the ps3 and the the s uh, snk stuff um I, I i liked how they did that because i didn't always want some of those garbage like filler games they put in mm-hmm. they're like three people are nostalgic for this and they've all died <laughs> <laughs> yeah i mean if you want um if you want all of the games for the Capcom mm-hmm. uh arcade uh it is $40. Oh that that is super reasonable compared to what they were doing the last time. And if you I think there are 3 packs available that are $15 a piece if you want to buy one, you know each of those independently. Did it come with Black Tiger for free? I have no idea. Okay. I still haven't gone through everything. Well, that game fucking rules. Black Tiger is so good. And I'm sure they plan on releasing more over time because of the way that they've gone uh, with, you know, this kind of modular sort of game setup. 
Uh, yeah. I'm sure that they'll be adding more packs to it and, and stuff over mm. time. But to start, it seems I think there are three packs available. And uh, it, it covers the gamut of, you know, most of the stuff that you would want. Uh, Ghouls and Ghosts. Um, Strider. Bionic Commando, Strider, uh, Street Fighter, all the variations of Street Fighter 2. Um and uh 1942 and and you know all the sequels in 1942 and some stuff that i had never played before or or even heard of so mm. those are always always the fun ones the weird n- never seen the light of day in the west kind of stuff yeah yeah um uh, they, i i'm i'm also I'm, I'm also looking at some of these announcements from uh from that Nintendo Direct, and it looks like there's a Ninja Gaiden uh, collection coming out. Yes, there is a Ninja Gaiden Sigma collection coming out. Oh, oh, mm. yeah. I, 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 I was, yeah, that's not not what not I the Ninja Gaiden you're thinking. <laughs> it is the Ninja Gaiden Sigma trilogy. Ninja Triharden. Um. I, I know I never played those. I know plenty of people who speak well of them, which would make sense. It's done by Ninja Theory, which is a great company for that type of game. Um, yeah. But yeah, I, I never really got into them first time around. It's I, I played a little bit of one and it's not very ninja. Yeah. <laughs> like, like, it, it's just not at all like i want to be like sneaking around you know if it's a 3d world i, I want it to be metal gear solid but you want it to without... be tenchu oh yeah i do i do tenchu yeah it's it's been a long time since i've heard that name ryan <laughs> <laughs> oh man geez yeah um that first one on the ps1 was i i, I played that a couple of years ago and uh it, it it's not terrible for it being before the dual shock yeah it's been a while since i played uh those old tenchu games uh they actually had a brief comeback of the property on the psp um yeah and i'm looking up to see who has who owns this i think it's namco from software oh what Let's see. Tenchu. I'm on Wikipedia. Tenchu is from software? Yep. No and, shit. Uh, you, can, you can see its influence in Sekiro of all games. Oh, absolutely. I didn't realize that that was... Wow. Mm-hmm. Goddamn. Uh, of course. <laughs> it had to be. <laughs> <laughs> no one no wonder why okay all right i don't feel so bad 13 year old me is not feeling so bad <laughs> <laughs> oh man back before from software I had the um the uh reputation that it has now yeah which is hilarious because they've always made games that are hard as fuck <laughs> i don't know t- tenchu I may just not be remembering it well, but Tenchu wasn't, I don't remember it being as difficult as I find Dark Souls to be. Could be for different reasons. It's not known to be an easy game, that's for sure. No, certainly not. 
there there's a lot of uh like things that are difficult but not be- necessarily because it was intentional just th- some of the like the first game is just a little clunky yeah um but also i mean you do have to wait around for things to happen sometimes sure i mean you, you could even go all the way back to their uh their kingsfield series back in the 90s oh wow they did kingsfield yeah that game was hard as fuck too partially because it was you know broken a lot of those armored core games are really hard too. Some of those mech games can be really, really tough. Wow, yeah, I had no idea. I mean, I feel like I didn't know the name oh. from software until uh, White Knight Chronicles. Most people didn't know it until Dark Souls or Demon Souls. It actually says here on the Wikipedia page that <clears throat> Sekiro Shadows Die Twice. Uh, was uh, initially conceived as a new Tenchu game. Makes sense. Makes a lot so, of sense. Oh, mystery solved. Uh, oh, and I was what, completely wrong because White Knight Chronicles is a level five game, not a From Software game. What From Software should be known for above all else is Metal Wolf Chaos. Yeah! <laughs> <laughs> of the United States of America! <laughs> <laughs> God. I feel like they had a punishing game that was not that did not have souls in the name uh, before they did the souls games that Sark was almost Dulls. like a precursor mm-hmm. to the souls games and I Sark might Dulls just 3. be thinking of demon souls but oh, oh, um. I oh wow they did souls. chrome hounds okay I remember chrome hounds <laughs> Oh man, don't uh, don't let my friend Steven hear you talk about Chrome Hounds because him and Zeke will just talk about it for hours. They all got got on it too late and couldn't play with anyone. <laughs> oh, Brooks, I love that you said Demon Souls sucks because so many of my friends who were Souls fans like myself, uh, they they say it's a it's a wonderful game. I never understood the appeal of Demon Souls. It's just, I think it's they've just, gotten. It looks the like Souls games bad. have gotten better with every inter- iteration. Like Demon Souls was okay, Dark Souls was good, Dark Souls Two was better. Fight me, I don't care what anyone says. You shit on B Team all you want. Dark Souls Two was great, and Dark Souls Three was incredible too. I, I don't know. Uh, everyone still seems to think that Dark Souls One is just that's the pinnacle of gaming. It's not because of my <laughs> rose-colored glasses. I swear it's not because of my rose-colored glasses. Oh man, yeah, uh, I I played Demon Souls a couple of years ago, and and it was just it uh, it looks like it might have been cool to somebody, but just was a little too not my flavor, I guess. Yeah, I guess yeah, I, I must that. be thinking Demon Souls. Um, yeah, so Demon Souls is the first time I became aware of From Software as a company, uh, without realizing that so many games that came before it I have played. Yeah. The first, I think the first game I ever played by them was an armored core game of all things. And I don't fucking play mech games. It's literally the only (laughs) mech game I've ever played in my life. (laughs) What's weird is I don't see Tenchu Uh, on this list. Um, it, it might be under a different name, like shadow assault Tenchu. Like it might not be the first thing in the, uh, Oh, it was published by. Uh, de- let's see. Oh, it was not developed by FromSoft. Uh, from Software. 
originally developed by Japanese developer Acquire. Oh, okay. And then, and then I think that Acquire became absorbed by them. It still Shadow doesn't show up. Tenchu is an actual game, uh, but it's an action puzzle video game. Yes, I did see that. <laughs> that sounds dumb. <laughs> that sounds real dumb. That sounds fucking stupid. Are you telling me that uh, the studio named Acquire got acquired? Uh, let's see. Activision bought the rights to the game from Sony. Uh, Sony Music Entertainment. Weird. Um, and then they Activision sold the rights to from uh, from software in 2004. So any of these games after 2004? Um, let's see, when did Dark Secret come out? 2006. Okay, so it looks like about half of them are the, are are still them. And Dark Secret was fun. I never played Tenchu Z. Oh, whoa, yeah. There's a whole bunch of Tenchu games. Like, the only ones that I know about are uh, Tenchu Stealth Assassins, Tenchu 2 Birth of the Stealth Assassins, and then uh, Tenchu Time of the Assassins. Mm. I, I remember Wrath of Heaven because I remember seeing that box at the game store a couple of times and been thinking how cool that was. Oh, man. There's a ninja on there. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck. Tenchu Z. <laughs> Ninjas are cool. Everyone can agree that ninjas are cool. <laughs> oh my god. Um, can't go out and get it right now because it's in my garden, but um, I got the weirdest shit. Are you growing a ninja? Uber. No. Uh, I got the weirdest shit from Benihana. Um, so Danny and I are, are at work and he's going to order some food and he's uh, feeling Benihana for some reason. And uh, on their Uber Eats page, in addition to all that you know stuff they have on their menu they have for seven dollars each these they they're labeled as mugs but they're ceramic statues of japanese stuff uh and so they have they have a ninja like a dude um they have uh like a lucky cat and like some kind of chunkier versions of some of these things but and i ordered the ninja one but they sent the wrong one and it's uh a kendo guy you know wearing the the ridiculous like mask with the the flaps that come out you sure. know, and, and that whole thing. So now I have like a kendo gnome in my garden. Seven dollars. <laughs> Hell yeah! That we, that we got delivered. <laughs> delivered alongside our food. That's funny. <laughs> um. So another thing that uh, has been going on this week and is still currently going on, I believe, is BlizzCon. Oh, yeah, that's what I was about to get into. A lot of things in BlizzCon some, make me roll my fucking eyes. Some some, bliz, some BlizzBiz. So but let's, yeah, let's we, first talk about uh, the funniest shit ever, which is the fact mm-hmm. that Metallica is playing BlizzCon this year. <laughs> and and they, get, they get muted on the, the Twitch channel because they're playing copyrighted music, even though they're the fucking band that's playing it. It's yep. their music. Yep. And what's funny is it what goes around comes around. Like, it, honestly, this whole DMCA shit was championed by Metallica. Fuck Lars Ulrich. So, yeah. Uh, for a live streamed event, they had to mute the music. <laughs> and so dumb. Play so some copyright-free music oh, over I'm the top sorry. of Metallica. We're, 
We're calling it the wrong thing, guys. It's BlizzCon Line. Oh lord. Yes. We have a. Uh, we're officially entering an era where I think the entirety of World of Warcraft is just going to be released twice. Yeah. Uh, since they've already done World of Warcraft Classic, now they've announced Burning Crusade Classic, which is just the expansion that came out after the first base World yep. of Warcraft game. The first. And then they also expansion. said we're not opposed to doing Wrath of the Lich King if that's what the community wants. They're just releasing world of warcraft twice that's all they're doing i can't yeah. fucking believe it bring it dry give me my money pretty much man <laughs> pretty much uh they are also re-releasing diablo 2 diablo 2 is getting uh, a visual revamp which we saw how well that went with warcraft 3 reforged uh i do not hold out hope yeah well, i will say this uh, Diablo 2 has aged really well, and by that I mean my friend Dylan has the box art for Diablo 2 tattooed on his leg, and it still looks good. Uh, so, <laughs> Diablo 2 is a great apart game. Apart from that, I don't really care. <laughs> I never played it. Diablo 2 is a great game, an absolutely great game. That tattoo looks cool, at least. <laughs> um, and, uh, you know, if they're going to do it well, then cool. That's that's great. Oh, Oh look, they're they're releasing a collection of uh, arcade, uh, the Blizzard Arcade collection. Yeah, that is out Black today. I, I've been. Oh, you, you would be a Blackthorn nerd. <laughs> I I honestly There's... thought about either getting the Capcom Arcade Collection or the Blizzard Collection uh, because I really love rock and roll racing, and um, they have certain enhancements like uh widescreen support and shit like that like they they've done more than what you usually see out of these kinds of collections but it's three old games for twenty dollars or a ton of capcom arcade machines for 40 yeah uh i'm i'm gonna go with the capcom selection alex yeah. and look brooks i don't even think blackthorn is objectively a great game but <laughs> There's only one man in video game history who will one hand a shotgun like that and fire it over his shoulder, and that is Blackthorn. <laughs> and, true, uh, true. As much the, as much as I fucking hate Heroes of the Storm, which is like Blizzard's MOBA, basically, I have a standing agreement with my friends who play it. If they, they ever had release Blackthorn. Blackthorn, I will play Heroes of the Storm, <laughs> and I will only play Blackthorn. I, but I don't think they're ever going to do that. But if they do, man. Uh, I gotta play that shitty game. <laughs> the Lost Vikings are Black in the once in future Space King. The Lost, Sorry, Vikings, the Lost Vikings are in Heroes of the Storm. Yeah, they are absolutely. I, but I, I don't foresee Blackthorn ever making a, a foray into that game. I don't think people care nearly as much about Blackthorn as they do the Lost Vikings. That's probably true. Um, yeah, eventually I'll end up getting it. I'm not gonna pay twenty dollars for it, but god damn it, give me my rock and roll racing because I used to play the fuck out of that on super nintendo and yes I, I, never. Um, I want it to be good because i also really loved diablo 3 but i also yeah, really, really showed off Bliss. the rogue um, yes and uh it looks good yeah yeah I don't think I'll be able to buy it, even if it is good, because I just really hate ActiBliz that much. But <laughs> yeah, steal steal a copy to play it. Yeah, I mean you legally mean acquire Division? a copy to play it. 
What? You mean Black Division? <laughs> yes. Actabliz. Actabliz. That's what everyone. That's what everyone I know calls it. Really? Because when that happened, yeah. uh, we were uh, all calling it Black Division. I assume that's uh, not one that they want to catch up. <laughs> Probably not. Yeah. <laughs> all the more reason to use it. Yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah, man, I don't know. It's all cool. I, I wish I could still love that company, but just releasing World of Warcraft twice is the thing that surprised me the least, but it still no, makes no, me it's angry. Different. It's different, it's different this, time. this time. This time we're doing it just to cash in on your nostalgia. Oh, God. <laughs> you have nostalgia for a game that we've never stopped developing, that it's still literally the same game that you've been playing for 20 years. Hey. Look, it's not the same because I played Burning Crusade when I was 12, all right? And so I missed <laughs> the days when I was 12. I'm only able to enjoy things that I enjoyed when I was a child. God. Anything that's <laughs> new is bad. New things are bad. Give me more nostalgia marketing. Like, more! It made sense for them to do a classic thing uh, after the Cataclysm. Which, like... You know, so, hey, remember when the Barons weren't split in twain, you know, kind of shit. But mm -hmm. to just Farms remembers going on, that seems, uh, it's, uh, it's just dumb. It's just dumb. Mm. Yeah, I agree. It'd be I really cool that way about the regular classic, like even more than Burning Crusade, because uh, regular WoW was bad. And anyone <laughs> who doesn't think base WoW was bad is just wrong. <laughs> It'd be really cool if they decided to to get a little courage and try to something completely different instead of, you know, how many times can you happen. reanimate a corpse? <laughs> I so <laughs> I think that uh, World of Warcraft Classic should have just been all the expansions pre Cataclysm. No, it's only the Asian expansion, so that way you can only play as regular people or panda bears. I only want to do my miserable 40-man raids. I'd got to be a ninja panda. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to I'm going to be I'm going to do uh what were the fucking the other I think they came out before panda. The blue um, dudes. Draenei. Draenei, that's right. I'm going to do only... the tunuk tunuk tune dance. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> The only reason I really remember any of these, because I never played WoW, was uh, seeing the big, like, the cardboard cutouts, you know, at, the, at like, Fry's Electronics or, like, what, like, places that sold PC games, you know? And I was just like, I don't know what this is, but uh, the, with the, the pandas and shit, I'm like, I don't know if that looks cool. Uh, does somebody think this is cool? That was the expansion that I quit during. <laughs> Every time they introduce a new race, I'll start playing again for a little bit to try out that race. Like, you know, I'd try to uh, goblin. I actually had a goblin death knight um, for a little while there when they would let you start at 55. And That's a very interesting choice. That's a weird one to me. Like you can do forever you want, but the like a new race doesn't change anything about how the game plays, really. <laughs> yeah, no, I just it's like the... checking out the new area and stuff like that. And, okay, you know, and there are Bunch some <laughs> there are some racial traits and and stuff like that. And they basically do nothing. 
but then I'll get eventually play and until I have to progress with someone else in order to really get anywhere and I'll stop playing. So, so you, uh, both of you guys played WoW. Yeah. Like, yeah. Uh, like a long time ago. Yep. Yeah. And do I, you, I haven't played in like you, seven, eight years now, I think. You, do you still hold on to nostalgia like a lot of these other people do? Or do you pretty much see it for what it is, an old game? I, I don't hold on to nostalgia for most things because I hate it. Oh. <laughs> but, uh, yeah. Um, yeah, it's it's also just most MMOs are roughly the same thing at their core, which is why mm-hmm. like uh, I openly say I like RuneScape and when people shit on it and they play any other MMO, I'm just like, hey, you're kind of just playing the exact same game as me. It just <laughs> <looks prettier. laughs> I have a friend who's just. Well, actually, I have two two diehard RuneScape fans uh, as friends, and they're a little younger than I am, so it kind of makes sense. Uh, well, beyond you, Dan, um, like Danny, um, Danny plays RuneScape all the time at work. Oh, I know. <laughs> <laughs> I made him dance to see Shanty Two once. <laughs> yeah, I I haven't. So I sunk a bit of time into WoW when it came out. Probably, I, I sunk probably the most amount of time into WoW when it came out. And wow. aside from that, the only other MMO that I've sunk a significant amount of time into uh, was Ultima Online. Mm. And kind of Final Fantasy XI. But that was pretty much it. And I run into the same problem with every single MMO. It's like, you know, you get to a point where you can't reasonably progress without the involvement of other people. And no thanks. Yeah, I mean, that's why I told you. I wouldn't be playing Final Fantasy XIV if not for the fact that I'd play with a group of people. Otherwise, I wouldn't even have got that game in the first place. Yeah. Yeah, I... uh in recent months have thought about reactivating my world of Warcraft account. Uh, and I just have to keep reminding myself that I'm just going to eventually inevitably hit a wall where I just won't like the second that it, it comes down to either playing mm-hmm. with randos or scheduling game time with other people. Nah. Yeah, I feel that scheduling sometimes doesn't really bother me, but it's, it's only if it's still fun. I've quit many, many things when, you know, the raid group comes in and if you're not succeeding or doing well enough, they they get all business like and serious about it. And to me that's you're, where the fun is. You're stops. not pulling your weight and yeah, uh, I, I just we, go, Hey, fuck you, see you later. <laughs> we here at Fun Corp like to promote a challenging and competitive atmosphere. <laughs> Why'd you roll for that? It's not even good for your class. I don't know. <laughs> oh man, I, uh, I I got to roll up a uh, roll up a three five D and D character this weekend or this week. That was fun. It's been a minute. Gonna dust off that old book. Get down to the real nitty gritty. The real MMOs. I mean, 
Except not? I mean, if I talk about it online, it counts, right? No. Damn it. Greg! <laughs> Listen, this is the greatest Dungeons and Dragons system of all time. Hey, and- uh, Dan, I, I think we're going to have to uh, uh, go over to uh, Brooks's house. I sense a flushing in his future. Ooh. Oh, yeah, dude. I haven't been over to Brooks's house in a long time. I'm going to kick down that front door just to give him a swirly. <laughs> hey, man, I, I, I got a cool backyard uh, now, so you, you can give me a swirly in the cool backyard. <laughs> um, so, yeah, uh, I think they're also doing new characters in Overwatch on blizzcon or oh yeah something. Uh, i saw that it's overwatch 2 actually oh is it <laughs> yeah <laughs> Wait, i just me. glossed over the overwatch announcements because don't care yeah absolutely i just remember i can't everyone i know was dunking on it because the new designs for overwatch 2 look worse than the original overwatch design yeah, let's, let's just add shoulder pads <laughs> are you trying to turn it's them the, into gears of war characters it's it's the the early two thousands X Men fix. Add More shoulder, shoulder pads. Pad. Remove necks. Yeah. <laughs> Make chunk. This new character is is big. McLarge huge. <laughs> Beef <laughs> strong slap. <laughs> uh, I actually uh, installed Gears Five on my uh, Xbox to uh, see what that was all about. I haven't played a Gears game since Gears Three. Um, and Gears 5 is on Game Pass. And, uh, yeah, it doesn't... It's Gears of War. Yeah. Doesn't feel like they've done anything significant. guys like Gary Jules? (laughs) Because that's exactly how it feels. (laughs) I played the campaigns in the first few. The only thing that really kept me, like, around with that was a bunch of my friends, uh, really, really loved playing the Gears multiplayer and they were very competitive with it. I was not, but like with any game, I'm very good at grabbing the thing that makes the biggest explosion or the biggest stick. The hammer of dawn. With it. The boom shot. <laughs> oh, um, I... Stuff like that was, that was fun. I, I just became the, give him the big exploding thing and okay, cool. We're good. Wasn't your, there your, an your entire game mode? Subtlety. Wasn't there an entire game <laughs> mode in like number in one of the first three, uh, getting uh, control of the Hammer of Dawn. I don't know. I never played it. Um, that that was not a game mode I've ever heard of. I feel if, like if, if there was, but I, I may be misremembering. I never actually played a Gears game, but I've, I have sat on the couch and, and rode shotgun a couple of times while Zeke was playing three. I Honestly, think? a lot of the controls uh, and, and things that they, like the roadie run is a great great addition to a, a, a shooter game like that. Um, I love the roadie run and how like seamlessly you enter and exit uh, cover in the same way that like you perform parkour moves in an Assassin's Creed, right? You're holding yeah. down a button and you you go into the logical action and and shit like that. And uh, when Gears 1 came out, there were not a lot or like any at all uh cover focused shooters and definitely kind of set that trend yeah 
And they did a great job with it, a really great job with it. And they just kept beating that horse. People paid. They're going to keep beating the horse. Yeah. But also, you know, it has one of my favorite style game modes that any game could ever have, which is basically endless wave defense uh, until you just get overwhelmed by the hordes. Horde mode. I like that. Yeah. Yeah. Which I think, again, is a trend that was set by Gears. No, actually, that may have been set by Halo. I don't know. I don't know which was like the, the first one to bring that about. Those games are always a little too bro for me. Halo was a bit too bro for me. Uh, Gears feels just completely different and feels extremely satisfying. I loved I loved the, the, the campaign modes uh, from Halo 1 and 2, but I, I didn't play a lot of multiplayer because... Yep. I mean, I didn't really have a lot of people I mean, playing with them. it goes without saying, I did not play any multiplayer in any of those games. Mm. Well, Halo 2 was the only game I've ever done land parties for. Really? No. Yeah. Yep. I'm going to invite you over to my house for lunch so I can slap it out of your hands. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we used to do... You swirly, you can slap lunch out of my hands. We used to do land parties back in the day. We can hang up Ryan on my fence post by his underwear, so we're all we're all bullies and victims in an equal amount. Back in the day, uh, when I was a teenager, we used to do land parties, uh, playing you know like multi-hour Age of Empires and uh, Empire Earth, and um, uh, those Halcyon years of nineteen thirty-nine. And shit like that, like just so much fun. And Quake Three, Quake Three Team yeah. Arena, mm. Quake. Uh, I once again a, a game that I wasn't allowed to play, but I know older kids that were into Quake and Unreal really Tournament. Unreal Tournament's so goddamn fun. And mm. do it like especially with uh, doing LAN uh, multiplayer stuff. Uh, with some of those games, the extended game modes or the the mutators and shit are what make those really fun. Like Quake Three Instagib uh, railgun matches are a ton of fun, um, and Unreal Tournament Zero Grav uh, matches are a lot of fun as well. Um, man, those fucking games were gimmick game modes are great when you're when you're doing an in-house, like with your friends at a land yeah, party, I, I love gimmick game modes. Yeah. But when you actually like hit an online server with randos and you play those game modes, all of a sudden they suck. Yeah. No, thanks. Not yeah. interested. It's like a snipers and shotguns on Halo was a game mode you could play like in a matchmaking system and fucking randoms in Halo. The sniper was just an awful gun to have around because there was no penalty to free firing it. Like you didn't have to scope in to get more accuracy. Oh, sure. So that was like the first MLG thing that I remember experiencing is just getting no scoped in the head all the time with Halo 2 and Halo 3 snipers. And I'm sure every everyone who did land groups back in the day uh, had one of these. But uh, we had uh, one of our friends who was always, you know, at our land parties. Uh, earned the nickname TK because it was guaranteed that he was going to kill his team. Wow. 
I mean, again, you're talking to the dude who always gets the giant explodey guns. So uh, <laughs> I've, I've done my fair share of firing a rocket and killing a teammate and an enemy at the same time. In his case, it was more he was twitchy and didn't uh, couldn't determine. Basically, he chose to shoot before identifying. <laughs> Anytime he saw moving, he yeah, just started pretty much, pretty much. <laughs> so anyways, I started blasting. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Oh, those were the days. <laughs> those were the days. I, I remember that was back when fruit by the foot was still a dollar. <laughs> I miss uh, fruit by the 10 centimeters. I miss old, old land parties, man. Mm. There were a lot of, uh, it's like, I'm fine multiplayer gaming in that setting because it's just a lot of fun. Yeah, so, it's a, uh, it's Everyone had to make an effort. Your friends when they're right next to you instead of in their home somewhere else, you yeah. know? Yeah. yeah. Hang on a second. I'm going to go use my bathroom. It's like, no, here's a bunch of guys that have been drinking like soda all night, you know, with just leaving a bathroom just totally destroyed. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You had to choose your moments carefully. Yeah. We used to do uh, orange box land parties too. And going way back, nice. I used to, in order, since in honor of uh, Diablo 2 um, being, uh, being re-released, um, with Diablo 1, I think, I used to have my best friend at the time dial in to my computer so we could play uh, Diablo multiplayer. Oh, dang. Because it didn't... Like, by default, if I remember correctly, it didn't actually have internet support. I believe you're right. But so, also, I've literally never played Diablo 1, because I think it's older than I am. <laughs> <laughs> wow, Dan, you're so young. Well, so Ryan, tell, tell us what it was like going to high school with Methuselah. He's <laughs> <laughs> kind of a nerd. <laughs> Used to dunk on him all the time, knock his tablets out of his hands. I remember when there were fifteen commandments. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> so uh, we got another episode of uh, Wandavision this week. Wandavision. Uh, there are two episodes remaining in this season, so we're getting um. close to the end game on that. Um. Big reveal in this episode, and the format is more like um, The Office or uh, Modern Family. Oh, don't get me started on Modern Family. I love that show. Where it's it's like, you know, scenes and then one-on-one camera interviews, which Mm -hmm. are very awkward. So it's interesting to see Scarlet Witch and uh, Vision doing these one-on-one camera interviews that's uh that halloween episode uh by the way was super rad yes it was um the malcolm that. in the middle I, episode yeah we can we can we can talk about that now right a little bit uh i liked uh first of all i liked the the dedication to the old costumes yes they put in i'm glad they didn't try to do like a spruced up version of the classic one it's just like no here's a shitty version of that classic costume you, you nerds like yep fuck you <laughs> Like, Vision's face is 
is sloppily painted red. Yeah, and and um, everyone's wearing like sneakers, you know, with their costume or whatever. Yeah, I yeah, they, like, uh, th- like they've done uh, great attention to detail, uh, mm-hmm. and uh, yeah, it's it's really really cool. And uh, something that I've been kind of holding in talking about that I got really excited about um, this whole time is uh, the FBI agent or the shield ag- or sword agent that we've been following a lot uh, who yeah. was in the hex um, is Monica Rambeau, who mm-hmm. is the daughter of uh, the founder of sword. And uh, we saw her as a little child in Captain Marvel. Which is fucking rad. Yeah, I I was wondering if that was just going to be a, um, and again, I know nothing about um, Captain Marvel in a comic book sense beyond a couple of things, um, so I, I don't know if there if there's going to be a connection later, like f- like prominently featuring you know Captain Marvel, um, in in the WandaVision stuff, like you know she's just going to show up at the end and be like, Haha, I fixed it. Oh, you know? I doubt that. <laughs> Uh, I, I don't think it'll happen, but if they do, I'm going to be mad. But I'm hoping that uh, going forward with uh, everyone loves um, uh, Jimmy, um, the the FBI agent guy. Yes, I want him to have his spinoff. Yeah, I, I want I want that little pack of nerds to have to do some cool stuff with Absolutely. space people. Um, so in the comics, nerds. In the comics, uh, Monica Rambeau uh, becomes Captain Marvel. Oh. Okay. So I don't know. I mean, obviously, and I think the actress is supposed to be in Captain Marvel too. So it they might be setting her up, like establishing her character, because Mm. we've not seen her since the first Captain Marvel when she was a little girl. We didn't even know that she was blipped until WandaVision. Mm -hmm. So it's it'll be interesting to see where they take this character. We're going to be seeing a lot more of this character. I've been watching Agents Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. because it's really long and something to occupy my time with. Sure. And it's soapy enough to for me to laugh at. Um, I'm trying to, to catch up to the timeline to see if there's any snap shit uh, that I can tie in with um, what I've seen in WandaVision so far. Mm-hmm. So just, just like something that I can, you know, form a baseless theory about as I sit on the toilet, fantasizing about a TV show. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I am uh, very curious where WandaVision is going to go. I'm excited that we don't have long to wait to see what that payoff is going to be. Uh, yeah. This week, I will say, is the uh, first episode with a mid-credits uh, scene. So mm-hmm. uh, watch uh, after the credits. Um, looks like Dan's got a big brainstorm going on over there. <laughs> What's on your mind, Dan? Not much, bro. <laughs> you getting pumped for the new WandaVision? <laughs> you know me, brother. Yeah, we're going to get jacked and then go... <laughs> I'm on the subreddit. I'm discussing theories. I've seen it all. 
<laughs> so there is something that people have uncovered that uh, I find pretty entertaining, and that's in Far From Home, um, in Spider-Man uh, Far From Home, mm-hmm. when we're uh, with uh, Nick Fury on w- one of the screens in the background is a hexagonal shape which seems to be indicative of uh the fact that Nick Fury was aware of Wanda's hex and mm. uh was was watching that I haven't actually seen Far From Home yet um it was one of the ones that like I just never got around to and then even the 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 Spider-Man one I think I saw that a few months ago for the first time homecoming um yeah and and like and that kicked ass so now i I've, i'm just kind of waiting for all three of us at home to be in the mood to watch it because i'm gonna rent it far from home is fucking great mm. um the post credits on far from home or just all of far from home is great but like the end of it is is especially fucking great because you'll get to see where they're they're planning on taking J. jonah jameson Ah, for more, more, more hijinks in the Spooderman universe. Yeah. Um, Spider-Man? I mean, it's, it's not really a spoiler at this point because it's been out for, for fucking ever, but J. Jonah Jameson in, in this Spider-Man universe is basically Alex Jones and it's fucking great. Oh yeah. Yeah. Well, um, that, uh, that makes sense with the, the game particularly. Yes. And it <laughs> is J.K. Simmons still. Hooray. Oh my God, we we haven't talked about it yet. What? But th- th- this is as good a segue as ever, uh, because of who died this week. Who died this week? Rush Limbaugh died this. Oh, week. Oh yeah, Rush Limbaugh did <laughs> die this week. That was this week. <laughs> Speaking of pointless hate speech, uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah, Rush Limbaugh's gone now. Yep, he can no longer be a living punchline. Unfortunately. <laughs> Uh, the hate that he inspired, um, it, it has gone nowhere. His legacy lives on in 70 million Americans who still voted for Donald Trump. Well, we know the, the evil that men do lives on and on. So, and then cue that really dope riff for Maiden in that. (laughs) (laughs) Was that this week? That was last week, wasn't it? Yeah, it was it was be- between this podcast and the last one. Was it? Yeah, wasn't it? It's Wednesday, my dudes. God damn. Oh yeah, it must have been. Yep, yep. It just feels like, man, time has no meaning. Time. His legacy is may live on, but an illusion. Don't. Yeah, so, he don't. Yeah. See you later. Yup. <laughs> Yeet you I, I am- off this mortal coil. Gone forever. I wonder. I wouldn't. Bye. I wouldn't have called. I wouldn't have called. Uh, I wouldn't have put him on my 2021 death list. But I also didn't know that he was battling lung cancer. I did know that he was battling lung cancer. Um. Yeah. Uh. But he's been battling cancer for a long time now. Yeah. Well, he. You know. He... That joke was going to be good, and then I just lost it. <laughs> Keep going. <laughs> um. I have been thoroughly enjoying the uh, the memes, the Rush Limbaugh memes. 
Yeah. <laughs> yes. Um, yeah. I, this guy, that guy sucks, and um, I, I know that we're not the kind of people that will that celebrate, you know, death in general. But this is I good. And, yeah. It, uh, so I, I take issue with. Uh, there are a lot of people who are like. Look, I get it. You know, you disagreed with him, blah, blah, blah. But uh, celebrating someone's death is a bad look. Motherfucker, you don't know who Rush Limbaugh was if you think that that's not a death worthy of celebration. You don't know. Like, good fucking Lord. This is a guy who had a regular segment announcing the names and celebrating the the deaths of uh, gay Americans uh, to AIDS. Uh, he, I, I, that is a force that needs to be fucking stricken from the goddamn record. I, I will be happy uh, all goddamn day to know that he is fucking gone. It'd be really, really cool if they like, you know, taxidermied him or something like that, so we could all have a have a have a go of pointing and laughing. They would taxidermy him and put him up as a monument at the RNC. <laughs> It'd be like this this the monuments of those like Civil War generals that they removed in the South. It's like a monument to Rush Limbaugh that gets <laughs> Oh, oh my god, I, I bet somebody even now is plotting to try to get a statue of him somewhere. Probably. Um, I'd love to turn his skull into an ashtray for my cigar smoke. Like, be really, really cool. I mean, if, he, if they had a statue of him, you know, at least the birds would shit on it. I would say True. more than just birds would shit on it. I would hazard a guess that humans would, would make the trek to shit on it as well. <laughs> Gross! <laughs> It's like, hoist me up, guys. <laughs> it's been Great a statue. To... It would be a shame <laughs> if someone shit all over it. You know, it's taken us 36 hours of driving to get here. but we And we've eaten nothing but Taco Bell the entire time. This is our hour. The finest hour. Come on, bowels. You've prepared for this. <laughs> Uh, well, we have gotten to the end of the podcast. Uh, gents, what have, uh, what hast thou been playing this week? I didn't play a whole lot of video games this week. Um, uh, Hollow Knight, I forgot until like right when I joined the call that I forgot to buy Cyber Shadow <laughs> this weekend because <laughs> I wanted to, but I, I just got distracted by, um, other things. You're gonna uh, love it. Oh, I know. I know. I'll, I'll probably get it tonight so I can just burn through it. Um, but yeah, I've been playing Hollow Knight, and um, that's really it. What about you, Dan? Still up. Still just playing Final Fantasy. Shit posting the day away. <laughs> Nerd. Um, yeah, I know. I know. That, and don't forget... Uh... Dan's been streaming uh, Phasmophobia. Oh, yes, that's right. I do be. We had a nice little guest spot from uh, Tyler last Thursday. (laughs) 
got a couple of good pictures of his corpse. <laughs> it was pretty fucking great. <laughs> not related to any reason why he's not here today. <laughs> <laughs> we traumatized him too much, so yeah. <laughs> oh man. Yeah, I've been playing plenty of Phasmophobia, <laughs> either streaming or not. Play too much of that game. It's one of those things that everyone called the flavor of the month because a bunch of people picked it up back in like September of last year, but I've been playing it basically every week. <laughs> it's a good every game. Week. It's a damn good game. It's a damn good game. Indeed. I have largely been playing uh, Super Mario 3D World. Yeah, that's right. Um, How's that going? Playing back through that. I have uh, 100%ed uh, everything through World 5 so far. So, Hell yeah. yeah. Who are you playing as? Jumping around Mario. the Marios, eating the mushrooms and the pizza and stuff. Except for when I need to switch it up. There are some... I really don't like the... Um, they have buttons that can only be pressed by a certain specific character uh, in some of the levels. It's not so frequent that you have to like change up characters every level, but um, it just sucks to go into a level because I try and get all the stars, get the stamp and get the top of the flagpole uh, on first run on all of them because it just saves time. And uh, usually what's behind that character specific button is the stamp. So mm, yeah, I go into a level and encounter that button and go, well, guess I'm starting this over again. Yeah, I wouldn't care. I like zooming too much. So I just play Toad all the time. <laughs> <laughs> no. So uh, 3D World in uh, on the Switch Every character got a speed boost. Oh, cool. Did Toad get another speed boost? Because he was already faster than everybody else. That I'm not sure. Um, but I would think so, probably. He would have to, because that's effectively his bonus as a character, right? Like I was going to say, can't do my boy dirty like that. He's got to be the fastest. Luigi and uh, Peach have the ups, and Mario's got the all around, and uh, Toad's got the speed. Yeah, baby. So, <laughs> oh, it's got the speed. But yeah, uh, that and uh, yeah, no, that's that's pretty much all I've been playing. Oh, no, I started playing Valheim. Which one is Valheim? It's the new um, kind of low poly uh, survival game that uh is based on uh norse mythology oh yeah 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 and uh i haven't gotten as deep into it as a lot of people yet because i just bought it last sunday um but overall i mean i've been enjoying my time with it so far like i haven't played it a ton but the it's satisfying it's it's a satisfying survival game and they kind of fix a lot of cool. the downfalls of most 
survival games uh, in a lot of ways. Uh, and it is an early um, access. They say it's only about 20% complete. So we'll see what more is uh, on the horizon for that game. I'm, I'm kind of excited to see it build out because it's it's clear that the creator has a very strong love for it. And it's interesting. He he has come out and said that like Breath of the Wild was a major influence in uh, his design choices in the game. So, yeah, I know it's going to be a dope game. It has its claws in like basically everyone but me on my Discord. One of them even bought it for me, and I just haven't played it yet uh, because I wanted. I was hoping we could wait until it was more complete mm-hmm. uh, because I have a feeling they're all going to burn out on it before most of the content comes out. Yeah, that's kind of the concern with early access, uh, unless I have a feeling that that won't happen with this game, um, because I have a feeling that the updates are going to be full enough to make you want to go back to experience them. Um, I think that I so. in My, cases uh, where a bunch of people I know are like. Good. Good. Go. Ahead. Go. Go, go, or I'm going to end the episode.